Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, hello, and welcome to You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. I'm Kelly McCarran. And I'm Lee Campbell. And we are free in Sydney. Technically, we can go and do things we couldn't do before. Melbourne, my thoughts with you. Hopefully, you're out very soon. But I have a pedicure booked for lunchtime today. I'm spending my lunchtime getting my feet done, and I'm so excited. Oh, my God, I'm so excited for you. What colour are you going to go for? You know, I normally do, like, that nudie beige. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to do, like, a poppy <gasps> lilac, I think. Like, yes. I just need some sunshine on my feet. Actually, maybe I'll do, like, an orange. Maybe. I do like the idea of a poppy lilac, though. That's also a mood. I do, too, but I've bought some lilac heels that I'm looking forward to wearing to an actual restaurant, so then is it too much lilac? I don't know. Do I digress? Hmm. Well, I can't help you with that question, but what we can help with is our Yubi's questions because it is Monday and every Monday Lee and I answer some amazing questions from our glorious Yubi's. And our first one today is from Sarah. Sarah has asked, how many serums can I use at one time? Such a good question, Sarah. And actually really hard to answer. I mean, how long is a piece of string? You can use as many serums as you want to, but do you want to? So for me, I have combination skin that the oily gets quite oily down the T-zone and the dry gets quite dry. Because of the T-zone, I can't layer serum upon serum upon serum because the juicy bits just get way too juicy. My makeup slides off, blah, blah, blah. Even if I could, I wouldn't anyway. So the more layers you put on, the more risk you have in terms of ingredients reacting with each other or overdosing on a certain ingredient. Think of it like a recipe. You wouldn't just chuck things in that you don't know if they even go together, if that makes sense when you're cooking. So if you're layering serums and you don't have a great knowledge of skincare, you might accidentally layer some ingredients that don't like each other or that cause the other one to not work. For example, vitamin A and vitamin C should not be layered. There's on occasion they can be formulated together in the one serum, but they shouldn't be layered. So for me, I only ever use one serum. Very occasionally will I use two serums because I've got mist, then serum, then moisturizer, then SPF, or at night I've got mist, then serum, then oil, then barrier cream. So if you're layering two, three serums, which you're absolutely allowed to do, and many people do, I've got lots of friends that are very knowledgeable in skincare and they love layering serums. But if you're not exactly sure what each ingredient is in those and what they're doing and if they work together, I would scale it back one or two max and go for one of those all-rounder serums that do a bit of everything or go for a targeted serum if you've got one main concern. So for example, if your main concern is hyperpigmentation, go for something that's going to treat pigmentation and just get more effective serums rather than more of them. Does that make sense? What do you think, Kel? 
I completely agree. The thing is, especially with someone who does have combination or oily skin, you don't want to just keep layering because your skin will literally just start to slide off. So especially in the morning, it's just going to be quite wasteful because it's not going to last on your face very long, is it? Well, that's it. And you need to think of it like think of a glass of water. If your skin can only absorb so much and you are trying to put more water in a glass that's already full, it's just going to spill out. So technically, it's just not going to absorb and it's going to be a waste of your money just sitting on your skin. So you don't want to waste really great product if your skin can only absorb so much. Also, I mean, as you said, you know, you do you, but who has time to apply Serum after serum as a part of a skincare routine. I once spoke to a girl. I'm not joking. I mean, she does have the most beautiful skin. She told me that her nighttime routine takes half an hour. Half an hour? No. And that's it because you want to wait for each layer to technically dry or at least get tacky. So you're adding a couple of minutes per layer and I just don't have the time or the inclination. And look, I've got more serums than anyone on the planet probably. I want to use them all on my face. I wish I had more faces. But I know that layering them all at once isn't doing my skin any favours, isn't letting the serums do the best things that they can. So instead, I have several serums but I alternate and chop and change rather than trying to wear them all at once. Our next question is from Lauren. Hi, you beauty team. Please help me with razor burn. I'm in my early 20s and struggle with razor burn a lot. I also find waxing can irritate me even worse than shaving and my hair is too fair, ginger for laser, hair removal to work. Sad face. Please tell me there is some miracle product that will help with red dots and bumps. I already exfoliate between shaving and use a good razor. Praying you guys can help. Thanks heaps, Lauren. Oh, feels, Lauren. Feels. Feels, 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 feels. I could have written this except for the red hair. I get this too. It's called folliculitis and it's like when you get the little red aggravated pores from where you've lopped off the hair at the surface of the skin essentially. And they just look so angry. They look so angry and red and then you tan them and they look a bit better because they're not red but then they're full of tan. (laughs) Not so nice. it kind of looks it's like just, a blackhead. Yeah, exactly. It's not good. I've got some tips that have helped me personally. First of all, you say waxing can irritate more. That's quite common if you're using strip wax, which is the wax that goes on and then you put this strip of paper or fabric to rip it off. Try hot wax, which is it's usually pink. It's that kind of more tacky wax that is often used for facial waxing. And that's much more gentler. It doesn't get every single hair. It's probably a little bit less effective. However, it's much, much more gentle. So try that. For me, I have to exfoliate the day before hair removal, so it's a whole damn schedule. I've got a timetable because if I exfoliate and then shave, it's just too much irritation on my skin. When I shave, I have to use a new razor head every single time, and I know how wasteful that is. I hate it. It's expensive and it's wasteful. However, if I use a razor that's been exposed to the elements, particularly in a wet or a steamy bathroom, even just three or four days ago, that razor head's just not as fresh and sharp and it causes a lot of irritation for me. So annoyingly, I have to use a razor head every time and I'm sorry to the environment for that, but I recycle in other areas. And a catch-22 I find is if I do it more frequently, like shaving, the better it is, but I leave it for longer because I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with the red bumps. I don't want to use a new razor. But then because I guess there's so much hair to lop off, I don't know, it gets more bumpy, if that makes sense. Mm. So they're my tips. Exfoliate the day before 
fresh razor head, try hot wax instead of strip wax. And then another thing I wanted to suggest is one of those depilatory creams. Kel, you recommended one a few months ago now. Oh my gosh. I can't remember the name. It started with M or something. Marzina. Marzina. That's it. It's That's so it. Good. I wondered if that might help. It really impressed me because they've just come so far from being those horrible, really stanky irritating mm-hmm. creams that we used to marinate in as teenagers before our parents let us wax or shave. Because <laughs> yes. I am very much so like Lauren, I get very irritated by many hair removal. And I'm also, I'm not ginger, but I'm fair. So when I've tried to get mm. laser hair removal before, they've just laughed at me. However, it's gotten a little bit darker recently. So after I'm not pregs anymore, I may try again. Mm. So I've got a couple of tips. Firstly, yeah, a hair removal cream, you will not get any irritation. Well, you shouldn't get any irritation. Obviously, do a patch test first. Gosh, I really should have prefaced that because now people will be like, <laughs> I got irritated. As Lee said, always use a new razor. And then for areas like, I mean, you haven't mentioned it, but I know for me, when I talk about waxing or shaving, a lot of the time I'm thinking about my hoo-ha, my old puffy muffy. And <laughs> one tip that I have with that is just not to bother trying to do a perfectly clean shave or wax because if you've got that sensitive skin, it's just never going to end well. And you obviously can't use any hair removal creams in that area. So what I do is I actually use like a trimming razor and give my vag a buzz cut, basically. So it's like really nice and soft still because it's not spiky because it's not the hair growing back with the sharp edges. It keeps it really neat. And then if there's anything on the sides, then I'll go in with a fresh razor and just make sure, as Lee said, that I've exfoliated prior and that I just take really good care of the area. Of course, I still get it sometimes, but I find that by doing things like that more so than just going over everything with a razor or wax, that I get less red bumps. So I hope that there's been something in our tips and tricks to help you, Lauren. And isn't just the messaging really that the patriarchy defines that we should remove our leg hair, but men get to just be sexy and hairy beasts and do nothing except for rinse their head under the water. And you know what is really sexist of me, Lee? I do not find hairless men very sexy. Oh, me like, I like hair. No, give me hairs. I've like, I've, but I don't want any. No, 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 exactly. <laughs> but like sometimes Luke has gotten hairier as he's gotten older, my husband, but like mm. I'm literally like, can you please grow a little bit more chest hair? Oh, my God, I love because it. Because at the moment you're a little bit like a seal. <laughs> so it's really funny that, um, you know, what we find sexy, everyone's different. Some men would find hairy women very sexy and so on and oh, so forth. Oh, well, I wish I married one of those. My life would be much, much easier. Although I don't remove my hair for my husband, I must say. I definitely do it for myself. I definitely do not remove my hair for my husband because if that was the case, I would have a completely hairless chubby Muffy and he does not get that. <laughs> he simply gets it trimmed at best. Hopefully that helps. If you have a question like answered on the pod, please send us an email or voice memo to youbeauty at mamamia.com.au because we'll be back answering more next week and you never know, it might end up being your question. Thanks for listening to this episode of You Beauty, Mamma Mia's daily podcast for your face. Have a great week.